A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to FestPod. I'm Neil Wilkinson. Before we go on, we've got a little announcement for you. You might have noticed that FestPod is having a slight reboot. We love Download Festival, but the fact is, it's one festival that's on for a few days a year, and in reality, we cover much more than that. We talk about other rock festivals, gigs we've been to, and a lot more than just download. So don't worry, we're not changing that much. We're adjusting our brand to fit what we have become, the unofficial Rock Festival Guide. We'll do news and rumours about your favourite rock and metal festivals and our advice and recommendations. See, it's not that different. But we do have some more voices on the show who you'll hear in upcoming episodes. So... Let's welcome my fellow hosts, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Lee Ellingham, who has returned. Yeah, I'm back. Hello. Um, it's good to be back. I'm live and living colour. I can see myself in my in my computer screen just there. And I'm going to look at you in the camera. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've, I've I've been looking forward to us getting onto onto the camera. So yeah, this is wicked. It's you that's been pushing for this, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very much so. He's a pusher, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Rich Holmes, unfortunately, uh, he is in good health. That's not an unfortunate thing. He is in good health, but he unfortunately he's not here. Uh, he is going to watch wrestling in Cardiff. No, see, um, see, that's, that's not quite true. See, I thought I'd, I'd, I forgot to tell you this. So, Rich is actually one of my alter egos. So, like... 
Uh, there's a reason why we're not on together. You, you see, like, oh, that's, I that's, see what's, that's what's happened. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so you see, what we have to do is we have to make the most of uh, Lee's jokes and have a bit of laughter. There you see. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, as again, we are in vision. So if you want to watch us record the show, you can. So, uh, there's two ways you can do that. You can look at us on YouTube or you can look at us on Spotify. Spotify now does video podcasts, uh, which this is now one. And you can see our beautiful studios. And, um, I don't think you can, can you subscribe on Spotify? I'm not sure if you can. I guess you can just follow I'm it, not on you? Spotify anymore to be able to tell you. I ain't got a clue. I'm not. I mean, I've still got an account, but I don't use it. Um, but I know you can uh, subscribe and stuff on YouTube. So do that. Hello, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, so we've got loads to cover today, actually. We have a full show for you. Um, so uh, before we get on with that, I just want to remind you about our socials, which is FestPod. Just look for FestPod. Uh, and there's also festpod.co.uk for our effort at a website. Um, you can <laughs> listen to all the shows on there. So let's get started with festival news. Um, so Bloodstock has just happened. Uh, I didn't go. Did you I go didn't go me? either. No, you didn't, didn't go. go. I was, no, I wasn't there. However, one of us did go, and that is the one person who isn't here. <laughs> So, um, but Rich has sent us a little message um, to describe how it went. Hey guys, uh, sorry I couldn't be with you today. I'm oh. currently in Cardiff at the time of recording. Lucky man. Going to watch Clash of the Castle. Um, Best to watch some grown men in Lycra through each other about. But <laughs> I love funny. that kind of thing, even though I should know better. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to give you a quick review of bloodstock open air 2022 okay go on and the overriding kind of headline for me was it was fucking roasting oh my christ i can imagine i don't think i've ever been to a festival where the weather has been so warm and dry and we brits love to moan <laughs> yeah we moan if it's raining we moan if it's too sunny i was praying absolutely praying for the shower just to settle the dust just to cool it off a bit it's all it needs but sometimes. one we did not get oh, anyway God. you don't want to hear me ramble on about the weather so starting off with main stage absolutely incredible all three of them uh especially lama god massive lama god fan so really enjoyed them and also a bloody wood were bloody good on the Friday. Oh, I like uh, it. And Red Method, worth a shout out, who opened Main on Friday. Wow. They recently played the uh, Bawdy Takeover uh, download this year. There we and go. Once again, they were, they were <laughs> they damn were good. Uh, Ginger, Buried Tomorrow. Um, Buried Tomorrow I've seen before. Ginger, it's my first time, and I was absolutely blown away by them. So uh, very happy with all of that. On second stage, the Sophie Lancaster stage. Oh, wow, what a treat there was on there. We had on the Thursday night, the party night, we had Dark Tranquility. Headlining that uh, with Necrogoblicon, second down. 
I'll be honest with you, I spent most of my Thursday evening at the Jägermeister bar drinking mules, <laughs> the uh, Jäger and ginger. <clears throat> and looking at my bank statement for the Jäger bar for that night, there was several hundred pounds spent and I'm a poor man for it. Wow. But I wouldn't have it any other way because a great time was had um, well, by our little group in the Jäger bar. But other than that, no. Um, Bands on a Thursday that we saw were good. Uh, Sleep Token headlined the Friday night on Sophie Stage. Oh. Uh, incredible band. They were a little hot and cold with the performance. They started off, whether they had audio issues, I don't know. Uh, but they certainly grew into the set. Um, by the end of it, they were sounding absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Avatar, not a massive Avatar fan. Uh, but I can appreciate what they do. And for that, again... Decent watch, good show. Malevolence headlined the Saturday night on Sophie. Um, Great band. Excellent band. Great band. Seen them a couple of times before. With Ferocious Dog, second down. Well recommend checking out Ferocious Dog if you've not seen them before. Ferocious Dog, and wow. New Blood Stage was an exciting time. Uh, Hellfected opened New Blood Stage on the Friday morning for the Friday morning mosh at 10.30. Uh, I was down... Stage left on the barrier for that. Oh, uh, wow. Just in front of my friend, Becky, who plays guitar in the band. And what a crowd they had for 10.30 in the morning on the Ublood stage. It was incredible in that tent. Absolutely phenomenal up-and-coming band. Check out Hellfected. I can't praise them enough. If you like your thrash, you're going to like Hellfected. You look like you've got something to say there, Lee. No, um... No, just just the the experience of having your friend on the stage playing and like being able to watch someone in a band do that sort of thing. And um, I know what the New Blood stage can be like generally through the day. So so for it to have quite a lot of people there at 10 to 30 in the morning is quite incredible. So, yeah, um, got your friend there with a massive crowd behind you at 10 to 30 in the morning on the New Blood stage at Bloodstock. That's actually pretty amazing. So, yeah, congratulations to, uh, do you say, Hellfected? I think you said that the band name was. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, also, a new blood that's worth a watch uh, with Fire Sky on the Friday. Uh, also worth out checking Imperium, Headpress, and Collapse of Sky, who play lead the Saturday. And um, Sunday, I'm going to be honest with you, I did not make it to the new blood stage. Um,. However, I hear the Devastator were good uh, and worth a look. Uh, yeah, my my weekend of Bloodstock was mainly filled with sun cream, <laughs> Jaeger, warm beer. Oh. Uh, surprisingly, I didn't actually get sunburned. Um, oh, good. That's an I don't know how. Yeah. I was thankful for the festival organisers relaxing the gazebo rule. Uh, especially as with a young child with us, uh, would have absolutely baked at camp on the Thursday, for example, uh, after setting up the tent, if we didn't have that cover and that shelter. Uh, but no, all in all, good festival, good crowds as usual, well organised. Um, on the whole, very decent security team, decent concessions in terms of their food and drink. Love the bars at Bloodstock. You've got so much choice. Uh, compared to larger festivals. And oh. as I banged on about in the last episode, £5 a pint. 
you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and to be fair, it was only six pound for a Jaeger mule, so I don't want to work out how many I had with the money I spent. Uh, but yeah, good value all round. Love Bloodstock, love the festival, love the people there. If you haven't been before, why not? You need to uncheck it out and already looking forward to 2023. Uh, guys, thanks for indulging me. I'm back off to watch some guys in Lycra throwing each other around and grabbing each other. Uh, so enjoy the rest of the episode and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks very much, Rich. I'm sorry I missed the uh, the men in Lycra. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'm, I'm actually quite jealous because that that's proper that's proper WWE um, that he's gone to see. It's not the NXT or NXT UK that we get a download. It's it's, oh. it's the proper WWE show. So yeah, see, I'm, I'm I always quite, forget I'm quite that you like wrestling. Yeah, I, everything that you used to or everything that we all liked as kids and teenagers, I probably still like it. So. <laughs> so um it sounds like rich had a really good time um and saw some great bands and uh, obviously the weather was nice um we have heard from the internet that not everybody had a great time i mean you could say that about any festival um but um we've heard some some interesting stories on on uh <laughs> yeah on tiktok I mean- yeah, I mean, again, we the source, we've got to be a bit sort of, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, maybe. Like, obviously, we weren't there. We can't comment. No. We, wouldn't, we no. wouldn't have been in their situation. But to hear what's been said is, is disappointing because, as Rich said, Bloodstock is, an, is a fantastic festival. It is really well organised um, a lot of the time. They do put on a great show. Um, it just seems that, again... Again, according to the source, those that were a part of access or disabled camping were not treated as well as others, um, which is a shame. But, I mean, we weren't there, so we can't really give a solid confirmation whether or not it's true or not. Yeah, uh, this is uh, on TikTok. I guess if you if you go on there and just do a search, there are people on there with their own stories who can tell them far better than we can. Um, but... Um, it's not for us. To, we weren't there, so we don't know. We we can say that these stories exist, but we can't give you any information as to any details or whether this really happened or what, because we were not there. Um, so there's a story of its own all there, and there have been responses from Vicky from Bloodstock and stuff like that. So it's worth going down a rabbit hole if you've got TikTok. Have a little search up. Um, but there was a secret set at Bloodstock, which was Machine Head. Uh, how does that float your boat? Oh, fuck me. That's that's an amazing secret head uh, secret act. Machine Head have been massive throughout when I was a teenager, even earlier than than that in like the late nineties into the early two thousands. It was amazing. That's an amazing shout, and I'm quite jealous I missed it. Um, but to put them in the tent, um, if you imagine the to give you some perspective, uh, the Avalanche stage tent at Download is a little bit smaller than that, um, and they managed to pack out the blood st- the, the the Sophie tent at Bloodstock, and it's just it's too small for them. They should have put them on main stage. Um, but wow! To have Machine Heads as a secret set, that's a pretty damn secret, a pretty good secret set to have. Mm. Yeah. So you would have been right up the front, would you? 
Oh God, no! Not not in a machine head mosh pit. They're 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 savage. You know how I came away with a busted lip when Borders played a download. No, it would have been I worse. Do. I remember yeah. that. Do you remember <laughs> that? I do. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yes, I think it was. Oh fucking! Oh was... Christ! So obviously we're doing doing live video in that. You obviously you get mistakes in that. I'm going to lose my light at, at some point. I think. Oh, so we're expecting your light to come crashing down on your face. Yeah. During this episode, okay. Well, we'll look out for that. It's exciting. Um. So, um, Bloodstock standard tickets are on sale um the camper van and vip sold out um and limited vip upgrades um uh, then went on sale once all of the early birds had sold out um so uh it's you know if the thing is i think because we'd had a long time without festivals that everyone's really into festivals now uh, because we miss festivals i i miss download i miss it so much um so we're all piling on are we to get tickets for, for for festivals that we either haven't been to before or um think festivals we love yeah i'm 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 preparing for for next year's festivals like i said i'm not going to download the full weekend but um i will plan to be at download in some shape or form hopefully uh but yeah i'm i'm, I'm planning festivals for all, all for next summer um the odd day ticket here and there. So, yeah. And yeah, I, I agree because obviously we was, everyone uh, is pining for those festivals and obviously it didn't happen for so long. Yeah. I think I early birds for a lot of festivals are almost like selling out almost instantly. Um, we have decided to go to another festival, haven't we? For 2023. Yes, we have. I am so excited. The, the, the slam dunk festival was is our first festival of choice for 2023 and i mean after that announcement of the offspring enter shikari holding absence trash boat you it was so difficult to not want to do it and the fact they do a deposit and payment plan of you started a nine pound deposit it just made sense to do it yeah we haven't got to start paying for it till january um so hopefully um because the early bird ticket packages have sold out or the early bird standard ticket has sold out as have their VIP. So hopefully when they've put them back on sale, that people want to get onto it and can't afford the full price straight away. They've, they've given us a payment plan that is so affordable. Thank God for those payment plans. Oh, I know. Is that what you've um, done for your download ticket or did you manage to? Um, well, when they came out shortly after download finished, I just paid it on a credit card to get that early bird price. Yeah, fair enough. Um, because then I know it's it's done. And I could do with, you know, just paying it off and then it's done. And I don't have to think about it then. That's it, yeah. Um, the same with the Slam Dunk. I mean, the Slam Dunk, I don't know if you know anything about Slam Dunk, um, but it is over two days, but not in the same place. So you have one up north, you have one down south. Um, same lineup, a little bit like Reading and Leeds, um, where they sort of shift... From the north to the south. It's north first, isn't it? Then it's south. Uh, yes. The 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 Sunday at in Leeds. Sorry, Friday in Leeds. And then this, the southern leg is in Hatfield in... I think it's just outside Watford, I think. So a wide pair of legs. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> that's, a, that's a wide stance to take. It is, isn't it? I know. Um, so for you nutters who are doing both legs, uh, good luck to you. Uh, but they have, uh, they do have an after party. So I think the after party happens the next day. Is that right? So the after party for the southern leg, so obviously me do, us doing the, 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 the half of the leg, I've only, I've only looked into what the after party was for that. It's the O2 in Kentish Town in London. Now, Hatfield to London is a fucking long way. So I don't know what's going on, I don't know what's going on there, whether whether or not they're, they're, they're putting on shuttle buses for people to go from Hatfield to London. But that's a fucking trek. We might have to look, in, look into that a little bit more. <laughs> not that yeah. I'm going to go because 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 that's very late at night and I mean I need my beauty sleep. But I, the other thing is um, because I've got to drive to you because you don't travel to music festivals. Um, as far, <laughs> I'm just yeah I know, but hang on no I said that, like I said to you the other day like it's it's still an hour and a half drive to Hatford from where I am. It's not as if like like Oxford to Watford is a quite quite a trek. Oh yes, the South is quite a large place. It, it yes, um, it is. Yes, it is. Um, so uh, I'm I'm going to be driving down, and so I can't drink at Slam Dunk. I'm going to have to have to be on a Coke. Well, um, at this point in time, I'm not drinking either. So we can have a sober festival together. Let's have a, and let's have a sober I'm, fest. And I'm potentially driving over as well. I'm debating whether to get Big Green Coach. It's see. Oh, to see, see, sort of see, one, if the price is worth me putting it, putting the fuel in the car to drive over, um, or yeah, and I'm weighing it up basically at the minute. Okay, uh, well, it, we've got a good year or so, more or less, a few months. Yeah, uh, before there. we have to make any decisions. Um, but I would, I wouldn't wait too long though, because you know the way we've seen things get sold out, like you know pretty quickly. Um, I wouldn't imagine those uh, options are going to stick around for for that long. No, if in doubt, I'm getting public transport. <laughs> but well, I'll, I'll see how it goes. Again, car park pass isn't isn't much, and, and no. for convenience' sake, I'll probably end up doing that. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll cover when we go. We'll obviously cover what it's like to share with you on Festipod because it's one we haven't been to before um, and so we're quite excited quite excited yes we are um, so um, 2000 Trees in 2023 the first band to be announced is Rival Schools and all I can tell you about Rival Schools is the fact they've got a cool name um, yeah, they're going to headline go on I mean, I've got nothing else to say on them. I don't, I don't recognise the band at all, unfortunately. Like, but it, it seemed when it was announced, it was, it was a big thing, it was a big deal, and a lot of people yeah. were happy. But I mean, I mean, we don't, we, we can't know every band. But no, I did, yeah. uh, in fairness, have a little bit of a search up and have a listen okay. to them. Um, can't particularly remember what they sounded like anymore. But um, I guess they were all right. Um, but yeah, it did seem like a big deal when they announced it. Uh, they're going to headline Friday night on the Axiom at uh, 2000 Trees next year. So we have we have a bit of slam dunk news, actually. They have announced their first bands for next year. Uh, the Offspring, Enter Shikari, who you love. 
I do. Um, I don't know if you can. You, you can't. See that. There's the, there's the hoodie hanging there. You can't see it. Not not there. Over there. But yeah, okay. oh, I love Ender Shikari. That's for I all love our listeners. Listeners, yes. view, well, I'm, I'm on camera, so like <laughs> viewers that can't see off screen. It made the effort. But, look at the video. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Come on. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Ender Shikari, I, that, that was one of the ones that sort of almost sold it straight away. Like, I really want to see The Offspring. Um, they've announced Bowling for Soup as well. That, and um, those two bands were supposed to play Downloaded a couple of years ago, but obviously because of the pandemic, neither of them played. Um, the pandemic? The, 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 did I say band or pandemic? It sounded like pandemic to me, but let's leave that and move on. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me, let me lick my lips and I'll enunciate properly. Quite pandemic. There we go. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the lineup just looks amazing. What are you laughing at now? You forget, me. I can see you now. <laughs> see, you can't if, just if you're not watching the, the video, you're missing away. out on all of the visual fun. See, this is the thing. I can now see you. So if you're taking the piss out of me on your side, I can see you. You can see me doing it. I know. And so can everybody else. Exactly. That's all right. Fine. You can't just start like, oh, fucking hell, he's droning on again about something. <laughs> I can see you. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> right what are we saying uh well you've um, you've also got holding absence who are going to be at slam dunk who i love every year i watch them at download and trash boats who are going to be there as well um the tickets what so the uh which tickets have sold out is it the early bird that's sold out for slam dunk it's the early the early bird ticket for that sort of like um standard entry i suppose you could say um that one sold out. They're the early birds, but obviously they will do a second wave. Um, and I believe as well, the VIP tickets have sold out um, as well. So Have they? Yeah. So this is... So, so, we'll, so what we'll do this year, we'll slam it with, you know, all the, uh, the oiks. Um, and then next year, we'll get back to where we're supposed to be in VIP. You know? Like, but what's... It's only... It's not like you're camping... You know, it's not like you have nice showers and real toilets. Is it? I'd imagine. No, I, I, I definitely don't think so. Um, I'd imagine it's probably like exclusive bar with better or different beers and ciders. Um, the bands We're might not be drinking back there anyway. As well. oh, I know. Uh, the bands might be wandering around back there. The uh, the food could be different. Um, different sort of entertainment, entertainment when the bands aren't playing. I don't know. Unless it's I mean, camping, I don't think I'd bother with a VIP ticket. I mean, unless there's something amazing that I don't know about, I just can't see the benefit. If if they do an upgrade, I know they said obviously they've sold out, but they managed to do like an upgrade or something on a second wave. I might be tempted, but we'll see. Okay, let's leave me in the the oiks section. And it's you where you belong. <laughs> it's where you belong, Neil. Come on. Yes. Um, so Arctangent, the second wave of early bird discounted tickets goes on sale Monday, the 5th of September. Uh, 10% off the full price. At the time of recording, which is um, Saturday the 3rd, they are 20% off full price. So there's bargains to be had. If you want to go to Arc Tangent, I'd say so. That's pretty. That's pretty good, to be fair. Um, and I believe they do a joint, uh, they, or at least last year they did a joint ticket with um, Two Thousand Trees. Right. Joint ticket. Uh, yeah, they did <laughs> with Two Thousand Trees. <laughs> <two, 
that's it. I can see what you're doing. <laughs> this is I'd see, is this going to be a problem going forward? You can't, you, you know, you can't be can't silly. Control myself. It. No, I know. But no, I have yeah. all this fun on my own usually, where you can't see it. <laughs> you have fun on your own when we can't see. I bet you fucking do. yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, yeah, to arc tangents. Um, go and have a look at that train wreck is something on netflix that, that you recommended to me uh and i had a, I, I was i'd heard it was a little bit dark and so i didn't want to see it initially but then i because i watched a few minutes of it and i thought oh i'm not really in the mood for this but then clicked onto it and watched the rest of it train wreck is a great documentary about woodstock 1999 which i was not even aware had happened. This had not entered my consciousness whatsoever. Obviously, I know about the original 60s Woodstock festival. Um, but they, they brought it back, and it was a bit of a fucking disaster, wasn't it? Just a touch. So um, from the documentary and my interpretation of it, basically, it was the first day was going so well. The sun was shining. It was warm. The acts were good. Um and then it got into the evening. Obviously, it was really, really hot. It got to the evening. And I believe the night that Corn headlined, um, it was it that's when they said the problems had started because of the the, obviously the lyrics and the way that Corn play their music. It's yeah. aggressive. Mm-hmm. So that's when the organizers sort of said that's where the problem started. Obviously, with all the moshing, the jumping, and everything that you do when you're at or a corn factory. The enthusiastic gig. appreciation of the music. That's it. Um, and even looking at the video, it looked insane. I wish I'd have loved <laughs> to have been in that. It How old were you so- in 1999? I was nine years old. I was a babby. Um, so too young, really. Yeah, but it looked amazing. And... For the organisers to say that's where the problem started, yeah, that's, that's such a, it's a shit viewpoint on, again, metal music and obviously the, the genres that we listen to. It, that's not where the problems started or where the problems lied at all. Um, as you watch the documentary, it goes on. The fact that it was so hot means that the punters are going to want more water to hydrate themselves. Now the the drainage and the sewer and the the sewage um, it completely almost like erupted it burst so all the sort of drainage from the toilets mixed into all the mud as you'd expect and people were trying to cool off that way with the water and the shit that's just coming out of the ground they were trying to cool off with what was in the toilets not quite not quite. <laughs> Um, but they, they ended were up walking... drinking it, didn't they? It was in the water. They did tests on the water, and the water uh, taps were just pumping out human shits, basically. Yeah, and the, the and one of the <laughs> one of the one of the girls that was um, that was being interviewed even said she had got ulcers and stuff all around her mouth from where she'd been drinking the water, just to try and hydrate. So imagine them saying, "Right, we have to cut the water," because they did. They cut the water. Um, so you're gonna have to buy your water from the from the yeah, vendors. Bastards. So the vendors clocked onto this. So at the time, you could, um, and in the documentary they said this, you could get a bottle of water from say, a, a, a shop for 65 cents. And they and the highest price that a bottle of water got to was $12. 
That's, that's fucking incredible, ridiculous. isn't it? I mean, you do expect some some high prices at festivals, but that really is taking the piss. Yeah. Um, and you, you hope that other festival runners have watched Trainwreck and are taking notes, right, we mustn't do this, we mustn't do that. Yeah. Because it ended up being absolutely disgraceful, didn't it? Yeah. So, again, as the documentary goes on, um, you had... I think Not to spoil it for you, but... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry for those that obviously haven't watched it yet. But you had Wycliffe Jean. I think it was Wycliffe. Wycliffe Jean um, went onto the stage and played his guitar, and then sort sort of like did a a take the piss sort of remake of the national anthem. Oh which, yes, which 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 actually which actually looked like it probably would have angered a lot of people, but then at the same time, people were already angry anyway. From yeah, the people were getting treated. riled up as the acts. Each act was going on. They were they were getting the the audience who were you know they were young young adults. So we're talking maybe seventeen, eighteen years old, and just sort Early of twenties types. Of, yeah, yeah, that sort of age when you you're just getting to be a bit more confident in the world. And they were sort of chest beating um, mm. lager louts, as my mum would put them, say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was it just became this really sort of. You know, I I wouldn't have stayed, and a lot of people did. You, there was footage of people yeah. leaving. Yeah. Um. So obviously there was there was that, and then when Limp Biscuit came on, that's when shit hit the fan, because again, and this is what they they blamed Limp Biscuit almost outrightly for the riot starting in the first place, and it was ridiculous. Yes, um, the song that again they played when it started it started really kicking off was called Break Stuff, which again um, is largely centered around. Um, again, being bullied and having f- built up frustration and taking your anger out on stuff. And then obviously that's what they did. They took their anger out on obviously the sound tower. Um, but to complete, just to outrightly blame Yeah, they pulled the it. sound tower down, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Set it on fire. But, the, but to completely outrightly blame them is quite arrogant. To not see your own mistakes, see your own faults, and then to go on the press, press releases every day to say, nope, everything's fine. No, no problem. Yeah, yeah, there was footage of all of this, and they had a press conference seemingly every day, which I'd never really seen before. You don't see Download doing press conferences every day, do you? No, Um, or anybody else. I I, I thought they were incredibly arrogant, narcissistic, and and negligent towards all all of the punters that came in. Um, Yeah, this is the thing. I think the difference between American festivals. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from watching the this documentary and not actual experience it looks like there was just after profits never mind public safety or enjoyment of the festival particularly it was all about profits how much can we make out of these people and it really shows in the the way that they did everything i think it was disgraceful yeah and i mean part of me the riots were despicable a hundred percent you cannot say that they weren't well, I understand why it happened. I wouldn't have stayed. Oh, you, I, you, no way would have gotten involved. But you can understand why people got so pissed off. Um, yeah, because they were just they were being taken for mugs. Like, yeah, they're they're dehydrating. All right, twelve dollars a bottle of water. There you go. Oh, brilliant. Um, no proper running water by at least the, the third day. So I'm not surprised. And this is twelve dollars. Remember, by but in 1999, twelve dollars. I don't know what that would equate to nowadays, but would it be something like 20 quid <laughs> for a bottle of water? 
Yeah, well, again, back again in in the in the early ninety, uh, sorry, the late nineties, sorry, that yeah, that would still be from six from like sixty five cents you pay in a shop to twelve dollars. That's a massive high cut. Like that, there's there's no sort of justifying that. Yeah, there isn't, is there? Um, no, it's an incredible documentary, um, and it as um, I assume if you're listening to us that you are um, an avid festival goer and you love festivals. Um, you've got festivals you like, festivals you wouldn't go to. This is fascinating to to people like us. Trainwreck on Netflix. Watch it before they take it down, because Netflix <laughs> like to take popular things down for some reason. So uh, have a look. Trainwreck. Talking of Trainwreck, um, Reading and Leeds uh, has I love, uh, I love been how on. you piece that together. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. And talk to over you. I love how you piece that together. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm pleased that you noticed. I'm pleased that, that you noticed. Awesome. I did it on purpose. Um, they have confirmed... Uh, well, this is actually uh, in, the, in the recent past. So before Reading and Leeds actually went ahead, um, Rage Against the Machine uh, cancelled. They were not going to headline anymore. And people were obviously disappointed. Um, Reading and Leeds confirmed that those who had bought day tickets to see them would get a refund of the tickets face value, which is... I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it before. I think that's unprecedented. I think it's very good of them. Um, but I don't remember ever seeing anything like that before. And they were replaced with the 1975, who are not a good match. No. Um, and which I, is I, understandable. I, why they yeah, I, to get I, can, I, can, I can see people's anger, man. Like, nothing against the 1975. Obviously, a, a popular band. But to replace... Uh, an alternative metal rap metal sort of band with something as more easygoing like the 1975 it doesn't quite work and this, obviously this is supposed to be Raging's Machine's only show in the UK um, to not almost swap them out for like for like is a bit a bit Crap. shitty but yeah, yeah it's, but uh, it, is, it is what it is it's happened um, I believe one of the acts that was supposed to be playing on the main stage um to walk out on the stage, they actually played Rage Against the Machine, which I thought was quite cool. I can't remember what the act, I can't remember what the act was, but you know when some, some bands, when they come out on stage, um, they've got like music played. I know Skindred played... Music. That's it. I know Skindred played the Imperial March, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but this act, whomever they were, played Rage Against the Machine, which I, th- which I thought was pretty cool. Appropriate... Yes. For them to do that. Um, and also, uh, there is some interesting, <laughs> I mean, I say interesting, some horrifying videos coming out of uh, Reading and Leeds uh, with uh, tents being set on fire. Um, and, I mean, I'm not going to call it a riot, but when you see the videos no. and hear what was going on, people shouting and throwing uh, various bits of camping furniture around the, the place on the last day, I mean, is that not a riot? Well, I mean, it does sound like one, in fairness. <laughs> and it, it just, it baffles me that, so my, my wife had been to Reading a couple of times in the past. And she said to me that, yes, um, it's tradition for it all to kick off on the Sunday, which is a shit tradition. If you ask yeah. Me. But, but apparently it's been going on for years and... I'm really shocked that Reading and Leeds, because it happens at both festivals, have not ever managed to be able to get a handle on it. Um, I can understand 
the amount of people that are there with the amount of security that they that they can afford to get in is going to be an issue. Um, but it just seems every year there's something horrific, as if like the, the again the, the the tents being set on fire, assaults, and the amount of garbage that is left is absolutely shocking. Yeah. Um, and again, I know the festivals that we go to are no angels when it comes to rubbish being left over and those sorts of things that happen but it just seems that reading and leeds was just amplified and it apparently it happens every year and it's so sh- it's shocking that it can still happen and people aren't trying to you know stamp it out as such i would only need to see that in person once for me to never return because um I mean, it, it was. It's. I mean, we're talking about videos that we've seen on 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 TikTok. It's always TikTok because that's where videos get shared nowadays. Um, of people scared in their tents because literal camping chairs are being thrown from one camping part of the campsite to another, like launched, and someone's. I mean, people get hurt. Um, and it's not what you go to a festival for. I just it, it just blows my mind that anybody thinks that this is a good way to spend your time at a festival. I don't care if it's the last day. It's it's moronic. I mean, I've heard people trying to just not justify it as such, but people talking about how these are supposed to be apparently 16, 17 year old kids who for the last 18 months have been cooped up. They've not had anything. They've not experienced anything like this before. And Reading Leeds is almost like a, a coming of age thing where you're finally allowed to be out and about by yourself and have a good time. But it just seems that these these guys that are having a, having a good time does not equal the good time of somebody else. And they just that don't good care. good time? Hurting people and, and, and making people afraid? This by... is it. I mean, we're not, we're, this is not our mentality. So at the end of the day, you've got to think, why is that a good time to some people? Because it just it sounds... Horrific. Why would you want to cause harm to others for a good time? Do you know what I mean? It, it, no, it just and this sound is right. why we don't go to Reading and Leeds. I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but the, the, the mentality of the... Not all of the people, obviously, but enough people to ruin it for, for other people there. I, I just wouldn't spend any money on it. I would not bother my ass to go to a place where shit like this is going to happen. I mean, why yeah. would you? And it's shocking, actually, because the, the festival is run, or owned at least, by the same people that do download. Yeah, again, Festival Republic and and um, and oh Christ, Live Nation. They they own or they run so many festivals in the UK, but it seems like the biggest shitstorm happens at Reading and Leeds. Yeah. It's strange. So, uh, on to lighter news. Uh, download Japan has been on. Um, they have had a sudden increase in COVID infections fairly recently. It's probably gone down again by now, but uh, they still had their download. Um, they did have rules, though. It's indoors, actually, Download Japan, which is it's really weird to see. Um, they, they were not allowed to shout or be loud. There were no crowd surfing um allowed or, or moshing no moshing uh no filming of live shows i'm not really sure what that's got to do with covid but anyway um so it was it was weird to see footage of download japan where they're all <laughs> basically just stood still watching the band no, see, the, um, the, footage, the footage that i saw i saw a few of them in masks and they were jumping around they were having a good time doing them 
the re- again, these rules would have been in place to cover their own asses when it comes to yeah, yeah. COVID. Um, Bearing in on. mind, it's 2022. Uh, you know, it's not 2020 anymore. We've all moved on, and COVID has largely we've we've moved on, haven't we? Largely, we've gone down from a stage three to a stage two, which basically means we are it um, the it is declining, but and stable, but it's still around. Yeah. Um, but um, oh come on! I mean, with those rules even in place, you can't expect people at shows to not dance and be close to each other, and, and that. the people were wearing masks, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, um, a lot but, of masks I saw. Yeah, but still, you're gonna. You, it's not. It's gonna be hard to social distance. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the they weren't doing thing, that. As far as I could see. No, the biggest thing that I saw um, down in Japan, which which I thought was amazing, was the massive inflatable entranceway, which. Um, According to friends of ours, would not work at download uh, download UK. It would get burst, or someone would vandalise it somehow. But it looked amazing. Like to have. Like, oh, do you think people would damage it? I wouldn't like to think so. But I don't think that- they were. because when you had the great big metal download do- uh, dog head at the top of the hill, I don't remember that ever getting like damaged. Because people respect it. It's, it's the it's the it's the symbol of the festival. And it's it's why we're all there, you know. It's we we love the whole brand, we love the whole thing, and so to damage, I I do. I'm, and maybe it did get damaged, but I was not aware of it. Apparently, the reason it wasn't there was because it was vandalized. Not at download pre- though. No in storage pre pre show. It it apparently had been damaged somehow or some damaged some way before. That's why it wasn't at download this year. Yeah, not at the festival because we've no. got more respect. I should think. Mm. Um, for the for the literal symbol of the festival, um, but yeah, I would love to see that inflatable. Imagine if the if that you know where you you uh, you have your um your, your checks and you give you show you, you um yeah. like your wristband and and they they pat you down and whatever. I think to have that the, the great big inflatable download dog there would just make it amazing. I would love to see that. I really would. I would. I would. Uh, it did look cool. Yeah, and you'd want to you'd want to touch it. I think. As you as you passed underneath, just yeah, it's almost it's almost like a big red button that says "Do not touch." You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, Rabid Fest is uh, on in Oxford. You've got things to say, haven't you? Crap. So <laughs> I've got on my I've got my phone on my TV here, which I can't look mm. at on that. So I'm just going, to, going onto my computer. Bear with computer. me, view, bear with me, viewers. Just typing away, yes. looking for his own notes. I don't, you don't you normally have a book? I'm sure you've got a book, haven't you? I spent the last hour before coming on and um, trying to find it, and it some, somehow it's disappeared. Oh, um, God. But, yeah, so I'm quite excited about this festival because it's yes. round the corner from where I live. So, right. And it's in November. November the f- it's at the Bullingdon Club in Oxford. No, the Bullingdon, sorry, in Oxford. The Bullingdon Club mm. is obviously something completely different, which we do, will not touch on because that's another can of worms. However, it's at the Bullingdon in Oxford on the 5th and 6th of November. Your weekend tickets are £30. A day ticket is £20. Um, what's drawn my eye Are there eye many to this? metal fans in Oxford? Is that a big place for metal? It's a city. I'd imagine there'd be a few. It's a student city as well, so I imagine there's got to be a few. Because um, I always think of Oxford as being quite posh and full of sort of ah c c c c. So I recently heard Oxford 
being referred to as the either you have it or, or the have nots. You right. either have it and you and you're and you're you're rich and you can have things, or you're really really poor. Oh, yeah. re- I didn't realise that. Okay. No, I only found this out the other day. Apparently, it's a it's a city of the the haves and the have nots, right. which it's a horrible thing to think about. Like again, well, you've got yeah, people it's not that, nice, is it? People that are doing so well and the people that aren't doing well at all. But again, that's another can of worms. Um, another story, unfortunately. We are you and your cans of worms. Got a cupboard full. Aye. <laughs> um, so what drew my eye to this festival? Not only is it very local to me, and I've been looking for a local sort of festival to go to or a local gig to go to. Um, the bands that, are, that have been announced already in the, in, in the likes of Red Method, who we saw the Bawdy takeover download this year. They played Bloodstock. Um, they are, I believe they're playing uh, Burn It Down Festival this weekend in Torquay. Um, so I'm really keen to see them again. Um, another band in Divine Chaos. I've had a lot of good things about them. And um, they are in that sort of genre of music that I would really, really appreciate. Um, another band that's doing the rounds around the UK at the minute is, I want to say, Christia. K-R-Y-S-T-H-I-A. I'm going to say Christia. Okay. Again, another band that is doing the rounds around the UK at the minute and are making big steps in their careers. And another band who I've heard of, not listened to, but Neil, you'll appreciate this um, this name. Mm. Footprints in the Custards. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That Why not? Is, that's their name. And I want to see them just because the name is amazing. Yes. Um, well, they've got to be great, haven't they, with a name like that? But yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's affordable. It's round the corner to me. It's in Oxford. Um and the the lineup is looking really really good, and and so you're is it a, I guess it's a, is it a one day festival or it's a two day festival on the fifth sixth of fifth no, and sixth of November, and it couldn't get more local to me if I tried. Um, I had my local my local venues in High Wycombe before I moved, um, but this is just it's literally on my doorstep. So so if even, you want to meet Lee, he's going to be there at the yeah. Bullingdon Club. Not the, no, 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 no. Not the Bullingdon Club. That is a completely different thing from the Bullingdon. It's probably been named after the Bullingdon Club, um, which I think is horrendous. But it's 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 the Bullingdon in Oxford. It's not the Bullingdon Club. Right. That, that so, no longer so exists. We keep saying club, but don't listen to that. It's just the Bullingdon. Yes. Not the club. Don't go in the club. Because <laughs> you won't be there. Just the Bullingdon. Do you know what... I have to ask. Do you know what the Bullingdon Club was? No! Right. Strap yourself in. The Bullington Club was an exclusive club for male, white male Oxford University students right. um, who were known for walking up to homeless people and burning £50 notes in front of them. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. That's the Bullington Club. Or at least it was before... All that shit got investigated, and then they got shut down. So the people that might have uh, might been involved in uh, government or politics or anything like that. Uh, yes, our, our our own fearless leader, whose time is coming to an end. Boris Johnson was a part of it. David Cameron was a part of it. It's really? a club for those. It's, it's a club. For I don't those know why I'm so surprised. <laughs> yeah, it was a club for those sorts of assholes. 
Oh my God. Okay, so we're not going there because they won't be having a metal festival on. It's the Bullingdon in Oxford, uh, 5th and 6th of November. Uh, so Lee, we'll see you there for a hug. Yes. Uh, uh, um, also, ma- further north, Manchester Punk Festival has announced their first um, lineup um announcement where are we now for 2020 for 2023 um it's on 7th 8th and 9th of april up north up north up north yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything past the watford gaps up north up north uh and uh the headliners for manchester punk festival off with their heads wonk unit uh big Pardon? d <laughs> oh hang on hang on hang on wonk unit and Big D. That's what it says. That's, oh, that's not a coincidence. No, I know. They had to have planned that together. They've done that on purpose. Uh, Big D and the kids' table. I think that's one uh, okay. act. So, not, not the Big D at the kids' table. Not at the kids' table, no. The one, and. the Big D at the kids' table. That sounds wrong. No, it's not It's not and at, it's at and and. See, you get, it's not the Bullingdon Club, it's the Bullingdon it's not Big D at the kids' table. It's Big D and the kids' table. Thank you very much. Uh, Lightyear and Death by Stereo. Is it is it really obvious that we don't know these bands? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to if if these bands listen. Uh, if, I mean, if the bands listen to us, great. Thank you. Yeah, well. Sorry, we have never heard of you whatsoever. But but this is a perfect opportunity. If you have not heard of these bands, give them a listen and go and have a look. Yeah. yeah, especially Don't if you look, live in Manchester. Yeah. yeah, so so just be careful if you're typing in Google Big D. Um, mm. Don't do an image search on that one. And potentially uh, kids' table. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, tickets are on sale at ManchesterPunkFestival.co.uk. If you like a bit of, I like a bit of punk. Um, it's not one of my go-to, but I do like a bit of punk. Um, so we have Burn It Down Festival in Torquay uh, happening. Actually, it's on today. <laughs> it's happening right now. It was on last night. No- it was on last night, and the the big the full day is happening today. And they have bands like sort of Wargasm, Death Blooms, Vukovi, um, Pupil Slicer. Like the, the, this festival is huge. Um, in, have you in, been to this? No, it's in Torquay. Um, I only, I think it, it's not um, a festival that's been around for for a long, long time. But the, please check the lineup out, and actually, if you can get there, go today um, because the, the lineup looks amazing. All the all the the smaller bands that we saw at the pilot, most of them are there now. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's you would go to that though, obviously. If I lived in Devon, yeah. In Devon. Talky. It's not quite nice down there, isn't it? Quite um, picturesque. Nice place for a festival. There are certain places of the uh, of uh, the Devonshire and Cornish coastline that is quite picturesque. Yeah. I've only been to Talky once, so I go and watch the football. Uh, but, yeah. Football? Football. Um, Remember, you're not I can from still there. see you laughing. No, I know. I can still see you laughing. <laughs> Uh, you're not you're not from there, are you? But you'd lived there for a bit or something. Cornwall, yeah, um, yeah. I'm 
I'm High Wycombe, but when I was 16, we moved down to Cornwall. And then, uh, yeah. It's quite boring down there. Um, Not much going on. For someone who's aged between 16 and 18, it can be a bit shit. Um, not a lot to do. But when they get to the age of 18, you go to the pubs and get pissed to your heart's content. Is that where you met Dave? I met Dave when I was 24, working in Newquay. In the same pub or something, was it? Aye, yeah, same hotel. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Was there no, did you not work in a brewery? You worked in a brewery, didn't you, down there? I worked I worked for a brewery. My the, the, the hotels and the pubs that I worked at were managed by St. Austell Brewery. So technically, okay. I, so technically I worked for the brewery. I was working at those pubs who were managed by the brewery, so technically I worked for the brewery, yeah. Welcome to Learning About Lee. Um, Everyone's so- just turned off now, you realise that. <laughs> I learned about Lee, fuck no, this. Yeah, I don't I, know I, about I your... Fest- I want festival news, not Lee. Turn that shit off. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> no, but it's it's because I because I know you've got a connection with that area, um, and so I was interested to know if you've been to Burn It Down Festival and how you ended up in that area, etc., etc., etc. Next piece of news that we have is Castlefest, which is happening in Luton. Luton. That's how you have to, how you have to say it. Luton. Um, Luton. There's no T. Uh, it's happening in September, and it's apparently got an awesome lineup, according to my notes. It, uh, it does have an awesome lineup, yeah. And obviously, I, mean, I haven't written those notes because I don't use words like awesome. Yes, that's me. <laughs> um, headliners on the Saturday are as everything unfolds. Now, I, I do have a, I, I do have. Well, I like to think I have a special connection to them because we're, we're the band and I are both from High Wycombe, um, and. They're brilliant. We saw. Oh, we only we only play this music for another band that has not yet been mentioned today. No, but you love you love these as well, don't you? As everything unfolds. Yeah, Um, saw them twice at Download this year. Saw them in the in the RIP area and then on the Avalanche stage the day after. They were amazing. Um, So they're headlining. Cut the music. Sweet. Um, They've also got Death Blooms playing. Hariah, uh, Hariah, I love how you struggle with. <laughs> how would you say it? Harriet. It's Harriet, right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never heard anybody else say it, but to me, that's how it reads. Whatever. Anyway, right? Yeah. But Lee you make a shit. meal out of it every time you say Harriet, Harriet, hair, hair, right? I don't want to say it wrong, and then I end up do saying it wrong. <laughs> you, see, you, that, you do nothing but say it wrong whenever you mention them because you give all the different possible pronunciations, which I just find hilarious. Yeah, I'm, cover, I'm covering all the bases. I know, so, just in case. So yeah. at some point, you will have said it right. Yeah. They're playing as well. Um,. Fuck's sake, I should have got this out. It was in my bloody notes. I've lost my book. Your bloody notes. Castle Fest. Lupin. Lupin? Oh no, Castle Feast apparently. That's what I Is it Castle Feast? No, it's Castle Fest. I just wrote Feast right. in the... Um... Okay. I, I like a feast. Don't we all? mint one as well. Uh, la, 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 la. Where are you, you bastards? There we go. As everything unfolds, Death Blooms... Harriet, yeah, go me. Um, 
Lake Malice, who I've seen, um, they supported Envisions in March. And what else have we got on there? <sighs> yes, Envisions. Love Envisions. Are they touring at the moment, Envisions? Yes, they are supporting um, another band. Oh, fuck's sake, I had it written down. But they're supporting another band and they're playing um, third week of September. I'm not going uh, because I'm seeing um, another band the week after. So I had to, and I booked that month, well, a week or two, no, about a month or two before. Um, really? So you're Envisions. you're yeah. shunning Envisions? I am not shunning them. If they're listening to this, you've not been shunned, lads. Come on, you 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 know you're my boys, all right? I'm, you're giving I'm not, them a, a big old shun, not seeing no, them. I'm not. I'm not. They're my, they're my boys. They know they're my boys. It's fine. I tell who them you singing, they're my boys. Who are you seeing instead? Vola. Danish prog metal are uh, headlining a show, a few shows around the UK at the end of September, along with band Voyager, who I really wanted to see at Bloodstock a few years ago. Um, but, but again, you say I shunned them for another band, which I didn't. They were in a, a horrible clash and I had to make a tough decision. And another band called uh, Four Stroke Baron, who are fucking incredible. So for me, the lineup was just too good to miss. And all my money went that way instead. So Envisions, no thanks. No, what? Don't stop <laughs> shit stirring <laughs> and saying this because you know how much I love Envisions. They're, a, they're an amazing band. I do. Why are you shit stirring and making me out to be like a horrible person? Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, you bastard. <laughs> Right, okay. Um, I'm not happy now. No, I'm not happy now. No, you've, you've, all right, then. So, so this is Castle Fest. In Luton, is, yes. At, in at the Luton. Castle Cavern in Luton. On the 22nd to the 24th of September. Would you... Are you going to go to that? No. Not going to that. No, it's it's the same... Well, again, it's the same week that Envisions are playing. It's the week before I'm supposed to be seeing Vola. I just wouldn't have... Um, I wouldn't have the money for it, unfortunately. No. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, Loathe have uh, cancelled their September and October headline dates in the UK and the rest of Europe as well to complete recording their new album, um, which is obviously disappointing to those who have tickets for Loathe. Um, it's, it's quite short notice, actually, as well, actually, to... Um, to cancel dates in September and October. But yeah, I understand I mean, if they want to... Yeah, priorities, I suppose. Like, maybe, like, the, the, the album was obviously a high priority. Try and get that finished. And, um, yeah, I understand it. Yes, it'd be disappointing if I had a ticket for it. And obviously those that have tickets were probably very disappointed. But then at the same time, I think, surely they'd understand. Like, oh, right, no, they want to get this album out. And... Um, yeah, you want yeah. the album, don't you? Uh, you know, yeah. you want the new album. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, there's nothing like seeing your favourite band live, is there? So <laughs> This is true. It's it's a tough one. Um, but uh, now I've got to, I'm going to talk about a, a band who I think is divisive. I don't think everybody is a massive fan of these. But there are some huge fans of Muse... Um, Love Muse. Yeah, I like Muse as well. But you, you see some people talk about them online and they're like, oh, no, oh, no. It's, I think that's because they changed they change sound. Um, 
to a more crowd-friendly, mainstream-happy sort of type music. But it was still Muse. And the, the tracks they put out after uh, Swift Massive Black Hole, I want to I want to think that's the album, was still awesome. They're, they're still making really good music. I don't know why people don't like or some people are not keen. Uh, metal uh, elitism, most likely. Um... Ah, yes, that's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but they are doing I mean listen they sell out stadiums which is why they have just announced uh, four stadium dates in May and June 2023 the will of the people 2023 UK tour starts at Plymouth Home Park on Saturday the 27th of May and it goes to Huddersfield the John Smith Stadium on the 20th of June which always blows my mind Huddersfield is a small place Yet it's attracting uh, huge acts like Muse and was it Green Day? Um, I'm not sure how big the stadium is. You know, I mean, it might be. It, uh, it looks like a regular stadium to me. You wouldn't think they'd put a great big fuck off massive stadium right. in Huddersfield. Here comes Google. Uh, John. Um, <laughs> and uh, after that, they're going to Glasgow, Bella Houston Park, Friday the 23rd of June, before concluding at the Milton Keynes Bowl on the Sunday, the 25th of June. Um, and Royal Blood, who is my favourite band, will be supporting at all dates except Glasgow. So going back to the John Smith Stadium... In Huddersfield. It's, it's, it's only 24 and a half thousand capacity. Which... So it's like the size of um, an arena. Yeah. Like Manchester Home Arena is probably a little bit smaller than that. I'm parking Plymouth, not in f- fucking London. Ugh. It seems like it. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess they have to tick a box in yeah. the north. Um, and it just seems weird that they would... I mean, I guess... Can I just say, it's probably quite a cheap stadium to, to book. Um, because, you know, if you wanted to book the Manchester City Stadium, which is huge, oh, which people do, yeah. um, then that's going to cost you... A lot of money. There's a massive gap in that tour, if you hadn't noticed. Um, 27th of May to the 20th of June. What happens in between those dates? I don't know. You do? Do I? We we, we base that unofficial podcast on on this festival. (laughs) So, sorry. Oh, you're talking about... Okay, right. I thought you meant they might be doing extra dates. No. Okay, so... No. No, it's not. I so, don't think it's likely because oh, it would cannibalise. Go on. <laughs> hang on. Right. Make your points. Well, after looking at the John Smith Stadium capacity, after looking at the home park capacity as well, which is only seven, it's only less than eighteen thousand. Um, there's a massive gap in that that they could whack in download and have almost eighty thousand, seventy to eighty thousand, um, uh, capacity. Yes. Um, you would then, you'd probably sh- shoot um, the capacity for the other the other venues out of the water, but at the same time, that's a big gap to have. It could be more dates, obviously, at different um, different venues, but download in the middle of that would would work in my eyes. There's nothing wrong with a big gap. Um... Second point. Speaking of download... Can I just answer that first one before you go on and make another one? Um, Download 
Um, I'm pretty sure they have a deal with their headline acts that they um, download announces first and then they can announce their stuff because they don't want to... Um, because it, it, they want to sell tickets for download. It makes sense. Again, again it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a wild theory of mine. Again, there's a massive gap. It could fill it. Probably not, but... Be nice. Hey, imagine we use headline download again. A bit, bit of a big gap for me to fill. To be fair, but again, imagine Muse headline download again because they were amazing back in 2015. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would watch them absolutely. I'd be. I'd be. I, I don't think I'd be up the front, but I'd be. I'd be in the crowd certainly. Mm. Yeah. The other download-related point I was going to make. Yeah. Did anybody else see this fake announcement that happened? To, like, it must have, what are we on now? We're on the Saturday the 3rd. It was, it's Friday the 2nd. Yeah, they made a picture of a download announcement on Monday was doing the rounds somewhere. Um, and it got everyone very, very excited. What are you doing with that dog? My little Denzel here. My download I can dog. see you, what you're doing. It's, it's, I don't know if you... Do you realise that? Yes. Well, it's yes because I'm doing the I'm doing the the, the picture. There was a, a picture of announcements on Monday written on a piece of paper, a piece of paper, and it was in Denzel's mouth like that. Did you, did you not know that that's what it was? The teeth, yes, I did, and yeah, the red I did. skin. I did, yeah. And it so it got a lot of people excited because um, it was do, doing the rounds. Apparently, there's supposed to be an announcement on Monday, but nothing had come out of download officially at all um it just it was just i just thought it was another download-esque point seeing as we, we haven't touched on download yet or or specifically and yeah it, i just thought it was quite funny <laughs> clearly not <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why well, i don't know why i bother to be here anymore you don't you, you just don't pay attention to me anymore i am paying attention I mean, you, I should, you, should st- you should stare and you poke fire at me i don't know why i'm here <laughs> um there, there are always rumours and fake news stories about download, aren't there? There are. My favourite rumour rumor at the minute is, the, um, is Metallica playing twice, uh, Bring Me yeah. Horizon are playing one of the other dates, and Slipknot doing the other date as well. Obviously, four nights at download this year. Um, I really hope it's all wrong. <laughs> Just to be a dick. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's... Like I'd love to see Metallica at download. Don't get me wrong, and I'm hoping they'll be there on the Saturday because that's probably the day that I'm going to be there on. But at the same time, everyone's so convinced. Every year, people are convinced that Metallica is playing download, and then they don't. Then they never do. Yeah, um, I have come to the to the realization that I actually don't care about the headliners in terms of who they book mm. because they're never who I'm there to see. That's just never. True. I mean if it's Metallica I'm not a massive fan. If it's Slipknot I'm not a massive fan. Um even if it's ACDC great I, I don't know if I'd watch the whole set. Uh, I should tell you to be honest that would uh, that would probably be another Guns N' Roses esque like three hour set if it was ACDC oh god <laughs> yeah and yeah so I'd you'll, you'll find me in other places rather than the main stage at download 
You'll be at the fourth stage, I imagine. That's where you spend a lot of your time. Yeah. You love that dog two stage. I, I heard. do. Yes. Um, anyway. So um, ticket scammers are already working on us for 2023 tickets, including one profile on Facebook who's named himself Charlie Hannum. Almost Fuck a bit so. like the actor Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I mean, if, if you're going to try and scam people, don't use a fucking famous actor as, as, as your name. A misspelled Jesus name. But, yeah. Uh, they, well, they, there you go. They're not, they're not very bright, are they? Um, yet I would imagine people still fall for these scams. I mean, you know, if you've never heard of Charlie Han- Hunnam, then you're not going to necessarily know that name. But um, mm. it just seems like a really weird and stupid thing to do. So buy official tickets, use official channels, and then nobody is going to lose any money and miss seeing their favourite bands. Um, and this in particular one was <laughs> trying to sell camper van tickets for Download 23, which doesn't quite work um, at this point because they haven't been released, I don't think. Or if they have been released, this wave has been sold out. Um, it's no, they're, just, like, they're like gold dust. So if they have been yeah. released, they're gone. Right? And people yeah. don't give those up unless for emergencies. But it's very rare that they are ever given up because they're gold dust. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's dodgy anyway buying tickets off someone on Facebook. Mm. Um, and I just I just wouldn't I wouldn't risk it. Um, because, you know, you work hard. And do you want to piss that money away on, on a scammer? Not really. So, um, next, we're going to get some advice about going to festivals in the guide. In this section, we're going to try and answer your questions about what it's like to go to a particular rock festival, things that we recommend, and things that we want you to avoid. This time, an unofficial guide to general camping at Bloodstock. Yes, we are moving on a little bit as the unofficial rock festival guide. So what do we need to know? Um, Well, if you're going uh, general camping at Bloodstock, you're going to Catton Park in Derbyshire. What's that like? Is it a big place? It's not um, Catton Park or the festival itself, the way it's laid out. It's not massive because it's only only a a 20,000... Uh, capacity so it's not huge um but it's 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 very well set out so very it's, and it's, it is a really nice area very pleasant countryside oh, they do loads of events at Camp park not just old bloodstock okay that's interesting um you've got a, a capacity of twenty thousand, mm-hmm. um and you can get tickets for general camping for 160 pounds which i think is is very good considering very what you're getting Yep, considering the size of the bands that, that play um, in the past, have had a Monomath, Gojira, Nightwish, Ghost, um, Machine Head. It's, it's a very, it's a very reasonable price, um, and it's always it's, it's that it's always been known for having a reasonable price and having um, a really good lineup. So yeah, one hundred and sixty pound for four nights of camping and four nights of music's pretty bang on to me. And you love a lot of the acts. Yeah, and yeah, I've just I heard do. you mention Gojira. Yeah, I, a lot of the acts that do tickle me pickle. Again, Gojira are absolutely amazing. 
Um, Nightwish, I've seen on a couple of occasions now, are a fantastic live band. Yeah. Um, and the bands they played, la- they had on last year when obviously when obviously the pandemic was coming towards an end, or these lockdowns were coming to an end, they put on Wargasm, Malevolence, bands again, those sort of small smaller bands at the time. Yeah. Um, this year's lineup, Sleep Token, amazing. So I mean, yeah, they get in, they get in good size and good load of acts in um for the for the price it's brilliant mm, yeah really good value actually um and with a capacity of twenty thousand, it's like double what we had at the download pilot isn't it yeah um, it's it's, 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 it's there that you'll always hear the same thing come out of people's mouths that have obviously been to bloodstock it's a different vibe to larger festivals obviously it's a very family friendly festival as well it's quite relaxed and, it's quite chilled very chilled, very relaxed. Um, it's it's a it's a it is a really nice festival to go to, um, and I I can recommend it more. To be fair, mm. um, you can get a VIP ticket, which is twice the price, three hundred and twenty pounds. Um, is it worth it? Yes, one hundred percent. We'll divulge a little bit into RIP, uh, the VIP. I know, we're so obsessed with download. <laughs> I know. I'll divulge a little bit into what you get in VIP um, as, as we go on, um, but it's definitely worth it. It sells out every year. The VIP oh, sells it. out every year um, because, again, the, sort of the age of the people that, that go, like you and I, want their home comforts instead of being in, 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 a, in a party camp, which... Yeah. Which Bloodstock does have. Oh, does it um, have its own blue camp? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. It, it is yeah. it's it's mad. Um again, <laughs> when we when we when we hit that, that little section on campsites, mm. I will tell you a couple of things that happen. Okay. Um you can upgrade um they, they are releasing a few upgrades to VIP that obviously that cost £160, which is obviously is the full price of the VIP. Yeah. Um and when it comes to reasonable pricing again for a vip experience that's only a little bit more expensive than a standard ticket at larger festivals so i think yeah. that's worth it um, mm, yeah and i won't ever go to bloodstock doing the standard it will always be the vip well the same goes for download nowadays doesn't it yeah. um <laughs> which has made download almost impossible for him because that's, that's, <laughs> no, that just, well. it's a lot of money um and I, I, I it's not something that i could that i'd be able to afford to do every year uh, pre-pitched tents and luxury pods start from £730 at Bloodstock. That So in that, the pre-pitched tents, um, 730 is for two people. Okay. So, yeah. So it's, n- sense, it's not yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a one-person pre-pitched tent for £730. That's for two. Right. So it's, it's not people. as... Yeah, it's not, it's, not too, it's not too shocking when you think mm. that... The VIP um, pitch your own tent is three hundred and twenty, and for two people in a pre-pitched tent is seven hundred and thirty. So three six five each will get yeah. you a pre-pitched tent and a luxury pod. Um, that's a different sort of package. The luxury pods. So you know how Download has its bell tents. It's almost like its caravans. The tour bus as well. Different packages. Yes. Mm. yeah they start from 730 pounds oh i'm with you right uh, right. yeah it's not pre-pitched tents and your pod starts well i didn't quite understand that (laughs) i'll be a bit more i'll be a bit more um 
I'll be I'll try and be a bit more clear on our notes. Fine, okay. Stages at um, Bloodstock. You've got four stages. What's your favourite stage at Bloodstock? I love the Sophie stage because it's those bands. It's the smaller bands that wouldn't quite make, um, say, like the Avalanche or the Dogtooth stage at Download. But yeah. there's a lot. But there's a lot of bands that again that the smaller bands make it onto that stage, and even again, Sleep Token headlined that stage this year as did the mm. Malevolence. Um, they do get some pretty big acts in there. Uh, my introduction to Vola, the band I'm seeing in September, played that stage, and, oh. I was, and I was blown away. They were amazing. So yeah, my favorite stage is the second stage, the, the Sophia Lancaster stage. Wow. Okay. Um, so you've got the Ronnie Dio stage, which is the main yep. stage. You've got the Sophie stage, with this, which is the second stage. New Blood and so, Jaeger, I'm going to say. Is that? Yes. The New Blood stage, uh, that, that houses all the bands that won the Metal to the Masses uh, competitions. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. The, uh, the, the Battle of the Bands. Um, not Battle oh, yes. of... Not, oh, battle for the, the bands. Battle for the bands. Yes, <laughs> battle of the bands. Yes. Um, well yeah, done. it's the, yeah. So the winners of all the um, metals of the mass competitions that happens all over the country. Um, the winners from those basically play the New Blood stage over the weekend. And the battle um, of the bands, ladies and gentlemen. Battle of the bands. How long have you had that planned? <laughs> <laughs> um, the the Jaeger stage as well is where Rich says he spent most of his time. Um, oh. They obviously have... Is, oh, what was that? <laughs> it was just the high voice, that's all. <laughs> Someone's got a new toy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've interrupted you. Go on. Fucking hell. So the Jaeger stage... Again, it's a very, 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 very small stage. It's not, it's not huge at all, but it Tiny. houses, yeah, it houses a Jägermeister bar and um, uh, obviously uh, some some small acts um, that play. And I've, I've seen circle pits and mosh pits under this tent, but the tent is no bigger than what you could fit in your back garden if you have a small back garden. Don't touch. That dial Sorry, again. I've got so many. I've got so many <laughs> jokes running through my head about the back oh. area. Um, go on, go on. Let's hear them again. The, they've gone now. It's too late. There was a, there was uh, a lack of innuendo in the last episode, though. <laughs> um. So can you fit? Sorry, I can't. I'm not going to do it. You know what the joke is yourself. You've already reached it. The point of punchline no, in your on. mind. Say too late it. now. Now do it. Say it. It's not going to be funny. Um, let's just have a funny noise. Oh, hello. I'm a monster. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm a little cock monster. Anyway. Cock um, monster? Co- did I cock? did not say cock monster. I said camp. I'm a camp little monster. Oh, oh you're a camp monster? Yes. Oh. I'm a monster. Anyway. Say cookie. Camps. Like, uh, cookie. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, um, um, camps. 
Um, Mid Midgard. Midgard. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Midgard. So those that are into the Viking mytho- Viking mythology and the Norse gods, you will notice a certain theme here. Um, Midgard yes. being this is the main party camp. So what happens in this main party camp? Partying number one. Yes. And have mm-hmm. you ever heard of the art? I'm going to call it of binge jousting. <laughs> the, the art of binge jousting. I haven't. So, for those that don't know Bloodstock and have never been to Bloodstock, there is a sporting event, unofficial. They do not condone it. They hate the fact that all the fans do it, but they do binge jousting. So you know those massive wheelie bins. Obviously, they've got a big lid like of like that. Yeah. Um, mm. People will get on top of those bins two at a time. And they ram into each other like a joust. Where do they get the bins from? Well, they're already there. They're on the side. Oh, so they take there. bins that are full of people's crap? Yeah. Well, it happens most on the first night when the bins are full. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. But, okay, so you get, you get people that are sat on top of it, and then you ram it into each other, and then the people on top, if they don't fall off, they have to wrestle the other one off. And Bloodstock hate... They hate it, the fact that this is a tradition at Bloodstock, because they do not condone it. It's dangerous. People have been hurt. People have had their legs crushed. You know the accident at Alton Towers, sort of the leg crushing? That's mm. what's, People have come away with those sorts of injuries. Fucking hell. Yeah. Because some dozy twat decided, I'm going to sit with my legs here, where the bins are going to squash, and yeah. Yeah, I don't like what, that. Yeah, but it happens. Uh, but Midgard is the main party camp. So if you don't, if you're not a fan of sleep, camp there. Right. So it's equivalent to Blue Camp at Download, or what used to be Blue Camp at Download. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'll be, I won't be going in there. Um, no. Serpent's Lair VIP. See below. Yes. Says here. Yes. So again, I will divulge a bit more into VIP in a minute. Um, but yes, you're, uh, when you're other camp, yeah, when you're other camping sections is the Serpent's Lair. Oh fucking hell. Say Serpent's Lair in that, in that deep voice. I bet that's like... Serpent's Lair. I see, that sounds so cool. Doesn't it? It's almost, it's almost like Mortal Kombat. It sounds like... Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Yes! That was amazing. Ooh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't... I have to do the camp voice with it i have to do the camp voice with it because that makes it, I, I think it's really funny yeah. um bin jousting at the midgard camp please <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> who really wants a four-hour podcast does anybody else want a four-hour podcast because you're about to get one we're just gonna be doing these voices for the, the next two hours no no no. we're going to talk about valhalla ah uh, yes so valhalla is another name of another camp as is right. ironwood Jotunheim, Asgard. Uh, Hufelheim is your disabled access camp. (laughs) Right. Hell, which used to be the quiet camp as well. uh, Are these these in different languages? Is it a different language, this or something? It's Norse. Norse. Yeah, it's it's like... Norse? Yeah, Danish, Norwegian, sort of Scandinavian, yeah. The Norse Norse mythology, you know, Vikings and stuff. That's where it's all based on. Oh, I did say that. <laughs> did you? 
Yes. I'm sorry, I was too busy being a monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. Christ. So, right, because, hell? because I read you, you said um, hell, and it's only got one L. Yes. Yeah. And that's why hell. I thought, oh. Yeah. Ivelheim. <laughs> Ragnarok. Which, which is a I film. think, which I think is, is is daft. They've made Ragnarok, the the Norse prediction of of Armageddon, as the Quiet Camp. The Norse I mean, I that, prediction of Armageddon. Yeah, you know. So you know, in 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 the, the, the in the Bible and other religious texts, everyone has their Armageddon sort of type event. Right. The Norse mythology. The Norse mythology called their Ragnarok. Right. Okay. So I and think so it's quite that's, ironic. That's quite a camp. <laughs> yeah, I think that's quite ironic that they've named Armageddon as the uh, quiet camp. Is that a mistake? Do you think? Didn't look like one. No, because um, hell used to be quiet camp. Which again, I still again I find ironic. How is hell quiet? What should be quiet camp in your opinion? What out of the names? Oh, Valhalla. Because that's where they all—that's where all the the Viking warriors go to, you know, after beating the shit out of each other, relax and have a beer. Oh, uh, really? Okay. You see, you know all of it, all about all of your um, Norse business, don't you? Mm. You know, you're familiar with all of that. No, there's there's definitely people that know more about it than I do. I know basics. Well, I'm sure there are, <laughs> but but you do know some of it, which I is more than me. Yeah, some of things. Yeah. One or two things about North mythology, thank you. Um, so you've also got camper vans and other luxury camps. Yeah, which... Which, which is interesting. This sounds... Are these quite big camps? Because there's quite a few. No, they're, they're not... So it's a 20,000 capacity event, so it's not massive. Um, so Midgard, Midgard basically fills up quite quickly. And okay. people, then will then, people then will then filter into their other camps Put all the bins around in. the site. Yeah, I know that that actually happens because I think when we did when I did it for the first year, for my first year, we stayed in a quiet camp, and I'm pretty certain we saw people taking the bins from Hell Camp, Quiet Camp, into Midgard. Oh Christ! Right, okay. I don't th- I don't like that very much. Um, this is sounds... why you get the VIP ticket. Doesn't <laughs> I wouldn't go there. Uh, okay. And so you've got serpent. You've got. You've also got serpent slayer. Yeah. So goes on this there? is my, my 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 elaboration of the serpent slayer because this is obviously the camp that I've that I frequent when I go to Bloodstock. Um, the VIP one. Yes. Yes. So, like download, you get yourself a goodie bag. Oh yeah. Um. Upon 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 entry, oh. the car park. What? <laughs> what? What now? The way you laboured upon you get a goodie bag upon entry. Go on, carry on. Okay. I'm making up my listen, I haven't got any knowledge of bloodstock here. I have never been. So you're so just gonna make jokes the entire time. Yes. This is this is a guide for me. I don't know anything. I can't contribute very much apart from nonsense. Then just sit there and listen. Stop I making jokes. I am listening to you. I'm listening. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Right. The Serpent Slayer. Say again. Do it again. Say again. Serpent Slayer. Good man. Um, You get yourself a goodie bag upon entry. Um, The car park is a five-minute walk to camp. 
That is an exaggeration. I've exaggerated walks between campsites in previous episodes. You have, haven't you? This is not an exaggeration. Um, the minute you get your ticket, uh, mm. or the minute you get your wristband, which is in the car park um, of... That's a good idea. Yeah. It take, it's five minutes, so no need for lugging all your shit everywhere. I know at Download, obviously, you can park next to your tent, um, mm. but this it's a five-minute walk. It's very convenient. So you can't park your car next to your tents when you get at the Serpent's Lair? No. Right, okay. But it's only five um, minutes walk anyway. There you go. Yes. Yes. Um, I've written in the script 50 ales and ciders. No, it's, it's 100. I managed to, I had to do some extra research. So you get a bar that has 100 yes. different ales and ciders. Oh, that's a lot. It is a lot. It's amazing. I had the expectation that I'd be able to do at least half a pint of each over a weekend. I didn't. It's a lot. It's a lot to get through. Yes. Um, but yeah, again, that's that's exclusive to the VIP that you won't get for your standard ticket. But there's going to be varying quality. If there's a hundred different ales and ciders, they're going to be varying quality though, aren't they? Yeah. There's no point having the same same type of beer and cider all, all weekend. But, I know you used to. I know you used to download and having only Carlsberg and Summersby, but which I never touch. Um, but you, you're not going to know which are the good ones and which are the bad ones, are you? Because there's a hundred different you, ones. That's why you have a tasting session. You have half. A oh, you have a tasting you, session. I do, or I did. Do you? You get you get half a pint of each one you like and just fucking sip it and just go mad. Yeah. Oh, so oh, I see. So this is not an official. Well, no. here's this one. No, oh, I see. In a little thimble. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Half pint. You basically there, there's so much to choose from, but that's the, that's the brilliant thing about it. You've got so much choice, and yeah, you might mm. come across one. Like, oh, that's shite. Don't drink it again. Do you have Get to do half. that voice? Yes. Oh, that's shite. shite. That's shite. all shite. I don't want more of that. Who knew? Exactly. I bet Dave's probably like <laughs> taking the piss out of my accent, bastards. <laughs> With his cider. Um. Okay, all right, but they do have posh toilets and, and showers, though, in the uh, yep. the, the, um, in the yes. posh loos, posh showers, yeah. uh, exclusive. What's posh about them? Of... Are they real ones? Yes, you know the okay. ones you get in RIP. Hmm. It's like those. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Do they they do they get replenished with bog rolls? They do. And cleaned yeah. and stuff. Okay. They are regularly. They're more regularly cleaned than the other ones. That's okay. That's, that's acceptable. Also, within the Serpent's Lair, there's exclusive after-hours parties that, again, you would not be able to get into if you didn't have the VIP wristband. Um, and you also get to rub shoulders with the bands, which I have done before and had conversations with. Did you rub their shoulders? When I hugged them, yes. Oh, that's nice. hug just Who did you rub shoulders with, please? Raised by <laughs> owls. Um, oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, um, they are a, a a party slam metal band. They are fucking hilarious. They're, they've party got their own slam metal band. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They do songs about Ainsley Harriet. Um, oh, Mr. And his Blobby. Spicy meat. That's it, Mr. Blobby. Um, and on, and then when they bring Mr. Blobby out on stage, who has like a thirteen-inch dildo sorry waves around. they bring mr blobby out on stage with a 13 inch dildo yes <laughs> is it in the appropriate place no he has he it in his it? Ha- 
he holds it. He just does like that. You know that Newport helicopter with it. <laughs> oh my god! I would like hilarious. to see that. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, I managed to. I, I, they, they, I, I clocked them in the uh, VIP section and asked if I could have a picture. I've actually got a picture with them as well. Oh um, wow! Yeah, they were. Yeah, really nice lads. Very funny. Oh god. Um, so uh, Bloodstock is very family friendly, and what does that mean? I've seen newborn baby or almost newborn babies at Bloodstock. We've seen children being born at Bloodstock, and it's been fine. Honestly, I, that, I, I mean to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if I ever did see that happening. Water break, <laughs> water break, so water bizarre. breaking in the water breaking in the middle of the field. Babies sluts. <laughs> Babies being pushed out, woman screaming, launched onto the stage, um, <laughs> and caught by the singer. Um, okay, <laughs> so I didn't really get an answer to that. Okay, so it's, it's yeah, very sorry, family. yes, of course, yeah, it, it's very family friendly. Um, there are there, there, you got it, when I say kids running about, it's not like. You're 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 at like an Asda or a Tesco or something, and the kids running around screaming. You've got kids running about, enjoying themselves, moshing, doing hardcore swings and kicking, uh, and just enjoying themselves. It's really sweet to see, and it's a it's a good good thing that again the smaller festivals are more like more allowing of that sort of thing. Like we do see kids at download, but it's not to the same degree. Obviously, the same ages. Like these are really young kids that are going. Um, that sounds like uh, quite noisy to me. No, it, no, it's not. It's when I when I say um, kids running about, it's not. Mm. It's not. It's not fucking Tracy's kids from around the corner that are just screaming their heads <laughs> off uh, uh, in in a Tesco. So this is what uh, I worry about. High high on fucking Malwams at eight in the morning, which I did see. Not even Haribo Malwams. Ah, oh, tangent. We walked into we walked into shop this morning. And we saw a woman to pacify her kids, giving them malwams. And I thought, well, no wonder they're going to be screaming and shouting all over the place. You just fucking hyped them up on sugar. Insane. But it is not like that at Bloodstock. Okay. These children are well behaved. What are they high on at Bloodstock? Metal. Is it? Okay, good. Um, things you must visit oh, in general yes. camping. Go on. So um, you've got Lemmy's Bar, which is, again, the pub bar area, which is covered. Um, again, they have a very good selection of beers and ales um, that, again, you, you wouldn't get another ma- other big festivals. Um, so definitely check that out. Obviously, Lemmy being Lemmy from Motorhead. It's, it's, a, nice, it's a nice sort of... As opposed to no, Lemmy who works in the butchers down the high street. What makes you think there isn't a butcher called Lemmy who works down the high street? <laughs> I've never heard anybody else called Lemmy. Doesn't mean they don't exist. It doesn't. That's You're like, quite right. That's like that's like saying that you believe in God, but you've never seen him. Doesn't mean he doesn't exist. I mean, he doesn't. But there. See, I look to it. when it concerns bloodstock, that voice works. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, very good. For the last two years in a row, they've had a gaming zone. Your PlayStation Fives, mm. Xbox, PC old school arcade games mega drive years since super nintendo you name really? it they had they had it in that tent when i went in 2021 Did um they? wife spent most of the time in there well i was at stage watching the music she was playing crash bandicoot on a ps5 
Are they, so is it like um, is it like a big tent with all these gaming things in with with tellies and stuff? And are they yes. playing metal or not? There's metal music in the background. Um, um, but yeah, they've got uh, yeah all those consoles I've mentioned. Um, it was really popular. Um, I was quite surprised at how popular, considering the fact there was metal bands playing. But, and what games do they have? Is it golf? So you've got, I think I saw Forza, which is a racing game. Oh you yes, some of, some of the wrestling games. Uh, Mrs. Found Crash Bandicoot, which I thought was pretty really? cool. Really okay. Um, uh, Call of Duty, those sorts of games as well. Oh, so good games, they're the, not crap. Yeah, they the the um, Sega Mega Drive. With Sonic the Hedgehog and um, Streets of R- Streets of Rage, etc. Et oh, I love that. that. Yes. Yeah. Streets I thought you were. Rage. Yeah, I love that. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was really popular. More popular than I thought it would be. Mm. Um, another thing you should definitely definitely see, even if you're not appreciative of artwork or anything like that, go and see the Rock and Metal Gallery. Um, all the posters that are designed for Bloodstock are by the original founder of bloodstock and he's an amazing artist he did a lot of artwork for um saxon scorpions i believe as well judas priest their album artwork um really it's like, a, it's like a walk around museum of all his artwork and memorabilia stuff of um obviously ex-bands that have played bands that haven't played bloodstock as well it is amazing i would highly recommend having a wonder are these things for sale can you buy them Oh, you can't buy no. them. Just look. No. Yeah. Keep just keep look, your hands off. Look and marvel. Do not touch. No. Look, don't touch. <laughs> it's a good lesson for life there. Um, general car parking um, is a large. I'm reading now. Is a large hillside car park. So you, when you park, you're on a hill. Yes. Like that's what camp. that means. Yes. Um, so it's a 10 minute walk so not a 5 minute walk like at uh, but it's a 10 minute walk it's an extra 5 minutes uh, from the wristband exchange along a dirt path through a wooded area that runs adjacent to the road so this is this, so what, you, you've got to go on a hike not as much as a download hike no it's quite picturesque to be fair well, the, well the, walk, the walk from the car park to VIP is, is quite picturesque. It's quite, it's quite pretty what they've done to the VIP walk. But so it's not long, it, though. What about when it's raining, though? Does it get muddy? I don't know, probably. I've not, I've not been there when it's been raining, actually. Well, the last time I went there when it rained, um, I was already in camp. Imagine going to a metal festival and it not absolutely pissing down. I know. Wouldn't it be amazing if it didn't? <laughs> like, we joke about the weather at Download, but fuck me, the weather this year was amazing. It was, it was gorgeous, yeah. 2018, it was amazing. Yeah, it was too much in 2018. Too you much. Think? I think it because it was all dry and dusty, and you get all the, you get it to get it in your eyes. And but this this year was all fucking pollen, and it was pollen. Set, yes, the year of it pollen. Set, yeah, set you off, and it was just it was didn't seem comfortable. I don't, get, I don't get affected by hay fever, but it didn't seem comfortable for others. Well, you're a lucky man. I, I um, campers are parked closest to the festival entrance with day ticket holders being parked at the back of the field. Is that, oh, yeah. not, like a, is that not like a big, fuck you, buy the weekend ticket. Don't be a cheap ass to buy the single one, buy the weekend ticket. I suppose it is. <laughs> um, the festival team, along with the landowner 
I've done a lot of work to get it levelled as much as possible, making it a relatively easy walk from car park to camp. That's nice of them. It, it is, it is, because we, we, we know about the hills at Donington, um, those mountains that you've got to traverse to get to where you're going. VIP wristband exchange is in the VIP car park. They get their own car park. So as soon as the festival opens, you can grab your wristband and make the five-minute walk to pitch your own tent campsite. Uh, it does sound a lot easier to be, to be on VIP, as, as it should be. Um, yeah, you, you, pay, you, you pay double the price, you should get double the privilege. Yes. Uh, standard festival camp rules apply with no glass or gas. No glass or gas. Enter the campsites in standard. Uh, barbecues are allowed, but they have to be used in the sand-filled barbecue areas that are provided in each camp, which sounds like a fuck about. I would just rather use a burger van. To be honest, uh, to, to, save, to save your money, I, we 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 did it um, in our first year in VIP, and it, it does help. It's it's nice to be able to have that area, but it does. It's not great if you have to walk a couple of minutes to go and find it, and then as you walk back to no. your tent to enjoy your breakfast. Gazebos are generally allowed from twelve p.m. on the Friday of the festival, once most campers are on site. This is to ensure that enough space is left for later arrivals. Security will ask for them to be taken down if they are erected before this time. <laughs> erected. 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 Um, yeah, so uh, that's fair enough, isn't it? Because you, we like, like, you, you, you did sound like you were making an announcement now. I, like, I, 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 I don't like know. it. I like these new controls. They're, They're very good, aren't they? Um, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, gazebos are something that we... I mean, yeah, it's nice to have a gazebo. But, I mean, you, you know, you like, it's nice to take it just in case it pisses down. But this is from us having gone to download for years. We expect it to piss down. And so we want to have a nice area where we can try or pretend to be dry um but obviously that's only if there's enough room um due to space restrictions bloodstock asks for people not to take the piss with massive palatial eight-man tents uh, for one person Pal like a palace palatial like a palace oh. um you've got a palatial tent haven't you i don't think so <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> so is it is it a five man tent a six man tent? It's a four man a tent. A four man tent, Neil. You know very well. I don't. I've, you didn't bring it though, did you? To to download this year? Is it? Did you? It. Is that, that was that, that it? Was that, that was my four man tent. Yeah. God, that didn't look like a four man tent. See, <laughs> tiny. <laughs> you'd get you'd get one of us in there quite happily. That's what I'm saying. I, I take up I take up like a, a two man tent of my own, so you have got that space there, and then space for my shit, and then yeah. space to chill in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four man is a, is a, is a lie. Um, however, even in the busiest years, there has always been more than enough space for everyone. Is it a roomy place? Is it? It is roomy. Okay. Yeah. Big Green Coach provides coaches to the festival from thirty three locations around the UK. Drop-off for these is really close to wristband exchange and is a good option if you need to rely on public transport. Um, they also provide the official festival shuttle service 
from Litchfield City Railway Station. Litch is Litchfield a city? Well, I didn't know that. Litchfield City Railway Station to the festival ground on the um, big green coach. Um, a return ticket is twelve pounds. Um, so that's not too bad, I don't think. If you're gonna, if you're gonna see, I can't imagine going on public transport now, though. I, I like it my own. A, to get into download, it was a fucking ball ache. Yeah, that coming coming from the south to the Midlands on Down south to be public tra- on tra- public transport. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I wouldn't like to do that. Um, Litchfield City Railway Station is easily accessed from Birmingham New Street Station. So I can't be see. Whilst it's nice to be able to do that, I don't want to have to drag all my camping shit and my beer and my food and clothes through Birmingham New Street through Litchfield no, City. Again, I've had I've had personal experience with this, and it is it's not it's no. not fun. Um. The journey from Litchfield to the festival grounds is 20 minutes by road. Uh, if you don't fancy a coach transfer, the festival has two preferred taxi companies with agreed fares for bloodstockers. Uh, so two examples, uh, a taxi from Birmingham is £60, a taxi from Derby, £50. I don't know if that's good or not, really, but it seems like a lot of money, that. Um, so... Um, I think that sort of wraps up our guide for Bloodstock General Camping, unless you can think of anything else. No, apart from fucking about with um, voice sounds, which I could see you were about to do again, um, I think that's it. Yeah. That's it for our General Camping Guide to Bloodstock Festival. It's an unofficial guide. Thank you. So you don't even have to hold your nose and make the voice, no. does it no, for I know. you? That's quite cool. <laughs> So, do you agree with our guide? Do you disagree with our guide? Have you got any thoughts, anything we should have touched on, but we didn't touch it? Uh, Let us know. (laughs) See, I see you smiling. Uh, Let us know on our socials. Just search for FestPod or leave a comment on the YouTubes. Yeah, we're on YouTube now. Yay! (laughs) Yes, hello. You can see us on YouTube. Yes, and they can hear us as well. They can hear us on YouTube. Next up, we've got a... Yes. Next up, we've got a new section to go with our new visual look. It's called FestPod Favourites. In this brand new section, we'll recommend something amazing that we've seen and that you might like. Uh, So, Lee, what... Is your festival festival favourite? Festival favourite. My festival favourite is the Signature Brew Brewery. It's located in um, Walthamstow in London. Um, I went there a couple of years ago to watch Foxjaw, um, and I was amazed at actually mixing the music with the with the uh, the brewery side of things. I I thought it was fantastic, and I would recommend anybody to go for a tour. Um, and if you manage to get tickets to go to a gig there, because they do do regular gigs, highly recommend it. So it's a brewery that hosts gigs. Mm-hmm. And where's this? Walthamstow, London. I said that. You don't listen to me. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> so is it is it a big place or a small place? Walthamstow in London. Uh, Walthamstow's a big a big place in London. The brewery itself it's it's not it's not massive. It's not huge, but it gets Just a, a lot small of- one. It gets a lot of trade from the industrial estates surrounding it, um, and it's 
it's a brewery. I mean, what's not, what's not to like? Like, beer. Does it smell of beer? <laughs> you get a waft of beer. You do. You get a so when I went and watched the, watched Foxjaw, mm. it was part of the reopening of society um, during the pandemic. When we were released back into the community. We were, yes. Um, this was in, in May of 2020, the first time we were released back into the wild. And yes. we were all spaced out on benches, and it was quite weird to be. <laughs> you should. So, do you know what I thought of? I thought on. you were like spaced out on benches, man. Spaced out, not not sort of spaced out. I mean, I think I, someone might have been, for all I know. But yeah, so you saw <laughs> Fox. You, are you done? Are you are you quite are you quite finished? <laughs> Oh god, that sounded really creepy. Imagine just having someone whisper that in your ear. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Lee, there's an there's an insight into the inside of Lee's head. Wow. Oh my god. It's not rainbows and lollipops in my head, mate. It's fucking it. oh, it's dark. I'm so finished. That sounds even worse. I'm finished now. <laughs> I want my own I want my own sound effects this could be really I know you oh. should oh. anyway back yes. to the topic at hand Christ yes do you remember seeing Fox Draw at Download this year I do I thought they were great so you realise how rambunctious that was and how much fun that was imagine doing that just sat on benches and not being able to do anything like it was, it was an experience. It was definitely a weird experience, but it's not a regular. So you, thing, you were obviously. sitting on benches watching Foxshaw. You could not stand. You could not mosh. Oh, you could, you could not stand. rub people's shoulders. Oh, you could stand. You could, you could stand. You could rub someone's shoulders if you're two meters away. I imagine. Not that, okay, not that right. I tried. Um, no. But it was, it was all table service. Obviously, during the pandemic, everything was table service. You weren't allowed to go up to the bar yourself. Um, but the venue itself, it's it's, it's amazing. Like it's the mixture of music and beer to me goes hand in hand. So to put a, a music venue inside the brewery, I think it works really really well. Plus the beer is really tasty. Even their non-alcoholic version is quite tasty. <laughs> if you're not li- if you're not watching this and you hear moments of silence, <laughs> it's because we're watching each other. Like sort of like Neil's about to push a button. I'm just like. <laughs> Waiting for it. <laughs> oh. So, um, so, so this is. I guess they have a website that you can just go onto and and look mm-hmm. at the lineup. You can buy merchandise from them. They do glasses and all sorts of. Yeah, obviously they've I got like a line, this. They've got a line of beers, um, merchandise. I've got a t-shirt around there somewhere. I'm not going to get it out because it'll, it'll take me forever to find it. Don't get it um, out. No, no, no. no I won't. Wrong video worry. now. Yeah, no, Christ, yeah, we'll take him down the minute I do get out. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, I rec- recommend visiting the brewery. Have a look at the website because they do do regular shows that, again, if you need to, if you, you book online, um, I highly recommend the place. And I think it's a, it's a fantastic idea. Again, the fusion of music and beer, uh, it works so well. They've had st- guests there, Foxjaw, Enter Shikari. Fusion. Um, yes. Um uh, I think. Well, I think. I think. 
don't quote me. I think Wargasm have, have, have been there as well. They've right. these are these aren't little bands that go for like a, your little fifty capacity venue. They get quite a lot of people there, and it is quite a large venue. Mm. Wow. So Signature Brew Brewery is what yeah. people are searching for. Mm-hmm. Okay, lovely. Um, my fest pod favourite for this time around is the Sleep Token merch website. Now, I have purchased this T-shirt. It's a long sleeve tee. Oh, um, Lee loves a long sleeve. That's, it, that's he yours. does. That design's sick, though, to be fair. Isn't it good? Look at that on the arm. Um, like it's just black on back. Um, but I, uh, I love that. 25 quid, I think it cost me. Or maybe it was 30 quid because of the long arms. I think they were, I do have other ones that are, um, 25 quid. Really nice designs. And I've been wanting a sleep token t shirt for ages, but you never see them at festivals. So we managed to get on the website. They've redone their merch. They now do little pendants with the, the symbol. Um, other little bits of jewellery, but they, they really sell out. They're quite expensive, and they sell out. There's only a limited number of them. Um, but if you're a fan, like I am, and Lee is, um, 25 quid is sort of standard for a, a, a nice T-shirt of, of the band. Um, some really nice designs as well. Um, so uh, have a look. A lot of stuff, to be fair, is sold out at the moment. Um, but they are on tour in America. So I think they wanted to get their merch store sorted out um, makes sense it does it's, it's very nice um, speaking of merch you may have spotted my <gasps> lovely there's one there there's one there there's watching the video there's one there it's a coffee mug literally um, with coffee in it can you see that um, that's cold now though it is I know I forgot all about it um, um, so this is my uh, Festpod coffee mug which you can buy from our Etsy store. Ooh. Just go on Etsy. You spell it. Do you want me to spell it for you? E T S Y Etsy. Etsy. And Etsy. And sorry, it's too much fun. Go on to Etsy and search for Festpod, and you'll see our Festpod coffee mug, because we all like a coffee mug, and we all want to be reminded of our favourite festival-related podcast, Festpod. Um, so we've also got patches, Festpod patches, which are beautiful. Um, they are decent size, and uh, they are... They're not Good iron. You have to, yeah, I know, thanks. Um, you can uh, iron that. See, that is to you can iron it on. You can't iron it on. Is what I'm trying to say. You have to sew it on. You have to yeah. sew it on because it's a good quality one. Yeah, don't be lazy. Sew it on. So go to etsy.com, uh, I think it is, and search for Festpod, and you can buy a mug and or a patch. Not expensive, quite cheap actually. We're not trying to make money out of it. We just want some. We just want you to enjoy having a bit of Festpod in your life and um, a bit of publicity for us, that's really it. 
so um that's it for this episode we will be back soon and until then we will see you on the socials just look for festpod or go to festpod.co.uk take a look at us on youtube and spotify if that's your platform and um why not why not give us a five star review if you feel like giving us a five star review that would be very nice if you think on whatever platform you are listening to us because it does help new people find us Thank you for watching. If you have been, thank you for taking the effort. And also, thank you as usual for listening to us. And we will have a full complement of new presenters, fingers crossed, on the next episode. So that's it. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. A Wilco Productions podcast. Midscast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FestPod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the Acast Creator Network.